One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 61. I'm here today with a little bit of a different episode, and that is in celebration of the huge way that my life has changed since I last sat down to record. If you've listened to the last few episodes of this podcast, or you've looked at the title of this episode, you know what's coming. In this episode, I thought I'd share a little bit about the arrival of our little guy and how it's going three weeks into parenthood. Then I'll share a little bit how I'm approaching being a small business owner and a parent. I share all of this very much from the perspective of, I've been a parent for three weeks. I am decidedly not an expert. In fact, I'm far from it. But in case it's helpful for anyone to hear from someone in the trenches, I am sharing where I'm at right now. I do want to say one thing before I get started. I know from experience that for so many people, the topics of fertility, pregnancy, and parenting are really tough to hear about. If you resonate with that, I just want to say, speaking as someone who did not have an easy time of it, that my heart is with you. If you feel like hearing someone talk about becoming a parent might be too painful for you, feel free to skip this episode. Small business strategy, marketing, and doing good tips are coming back next week. But if you're interested in hearing about our baby's arrival and how our first three weeks have gone, let's get into the episode. Let me start with the fun part. Baby Casey James Tilden was born on April 20th, 2021 at 4.33 a.m. He weighed 7 pounds, 4 ounces, and was 20.87 inches long. Currently, both Casey and my partner Kate, who gave birth, are both doing well. There were some curveballs when it came to his birth. We had a scheduled induction for April 19th, but after hours of labor, we ended up having an unplanned C-section early in the morning on April 20th. We got to meet the baby only briefly after delivery, as he was having some trouble, quote, transitioning, meaning he needed some help breathing. He was taken to the NICU, where he stayed for over two days. We were originally told to expect him to stay for 7 to 10 days in the NICU, but he made an unexpectedly fast recovery, and we got to bring him to our hospital room on April 22nd, and then we were all discharged from the hospital on April 23rd. After that, we stayed for a week with my parents, my mom helped us to readjust to the world while figuring out to be a parent, and now we're home. The day that this podcast releases is May 11th, and today Casey is exactly three weeks old. He has had his first pediatrician appointments. He's got a more fashionable wardrobe than I do, thanks to gifts from our amazing friends and family. And a few days ago, he got his first piece of mail, his social security card. He loves holding hands, cuddles, soft clothes and blankets, eating and using his hands as claws. 
He's noisy and talkative. He makes a lot of sounds that we have described as a baby dinosaur hatching from his shell. He hates diaper changes and getting his fingernails clips and sleeping during the night. (laughs) He doesn't mind walks in the strollers or car rides as long as we keep moving. He seems to hate traffic as much as we do. And I know I'm biased, but he is a really, really, really good looking baby. So let's talk a little bit about how it's going. This is the part of the episode that I'm really struggling to summarize. So I'm just going to give you a list of things that describe how I'm how I'm feeling. First, I am learning so much. I cannot remember a time in my life where I learned more faster. Casey is changing every day and there's something new to figure out every day. For example, yesterday we gave him his first bath. I didn't even realize that I needed to learn how to give an infant a bath until we opened the box that his baby bath was in and I realized I had no idea where to start. Every day, all day, we are learning. Also, I can't believe how quickly babies change. Casey is learning even faster than we are. Every day, he makes more eye contact. He uses his hands more. He finds new ways to communicate, eats more, and interacts in different ways. I didn't realize how many tiny milestones there are to celebrate along the way. I've been practicing setting aside my expectations. We are still mid-remodel, so we're living in a temporary place that just isn't our home. It doesn't have a decorated nursery. Our kitchen is small and now constantly full of baby bottles to wash. And we've been eating too much takeout. Any perfectionistic visions I had of what it would be like to bring home a baby have been swiftly set aside. However, I feel like this experience has helped me reset my priorities a little bit. The cute nursery and clean kitchen just don't seem as important when you compare it to the time we get to spend cuddling with Casey reading books as a family, taking slow, sunny walks with the stroller and puff through our neighborhood. Another thing I'm feeling is that I appreciate sleep so much. I didn't realize how important sleep was and how much I needed it. I am so, so tired. I don't think I've ever been more tired and I am getting more sleep than Kate is. The way that our community has rallied around us has been really amazing and community has never felt more important to me. Being a parent is so much work, and I have felt more connected to the people around me in the last three weeks than I can really ever remember before. They say it takes a village to raise a child, and I've been pretty much blown away by how many people have been there for us and stepped up to help. And finally, I am just amazed by all parents. I cannot believe how hard it is to be a parent, how much work it is, how all-consuming it is. Right now, Kate and I are both home full-time from work, and I still feel like we need a third adult in the household to keep things running. But all in all, I am feeling grateful. I am so excited that I get to be a parent to sweet Casey. So how does this conversation relate to business? Well, like I said, I've been a parent for three weeks, exactly. So I am obviously no expert in parenting, work-life balance, or managing a business as a parent. If you are looking for someone with real expertise on that, I had a great conversation with Jess Gupta in episode 46 of this podcast. That episode was called Parenting and Running a Small Business, and you can head over to makinggoodpodcast.com slash 46 to listen. But in case it's helpful to hear from someone who is in it right now, here is how I've been approaching work and baby so far. Before the baby arrived, I had no idea how to approach setting up a new work schedule or maternity leave because I actually had no idea what it was actually like to be a parent. So I didn't force myself to make a detailed time off plan. 
but I did do my best to make sure that the most important parts of my businesses could run without me while I was out. The most important thing I did before Casey was born was to make sure that everything that absolutely had to get done in order for revenue to keep coming in could be done without me. So to do that, a few months ago, I started transitioning most of the operational work I do, especially with Station 7, the retail store, which is where most of our revenue comes from, to Mary, our operations manager and an all-around incredible human. Things like staffing schedules, daily interaction with the staff, ordering most of our merchandise, keeping the store in order, customer service, shipping out orders, etc. All of that is now managed by Mary. I've held on to a couple of operational things like payroll, but for the most part, Station 7, the store, where again, most of my revenue comes from, can run without me. I still oversee the marketing and overall strategy, and I made the decision to allow that stuff to be on pause while I was adjusting to motherhood. With Good Sheila, my stationary brand, and Making Good, this podcast, for the most part, I put everything on pause while I was gone. The one thing that I still had going was that there were still podcast episodes being released. I had pre-recorded them and released them weekly because I am really, really proud that I've consistently published each week for almost a year, but everything else was put on pause. Before my last workday, prior to taking time off, I put up an email autoresponder directing anyone who reached out to me to get in touch with Mary if they needed to hear back immediately. And then I pretty much logged off, and I've been surprised by how easy it has been to just focus on Casey, Kate, and our new little family. I didn't schedule a finite end date of my time off. I originally said in my autoresponder that I expected to be back responding to emails in early May. But then yesterday, I changed my autoresponder to say that I'm working limited hours for the foreseeable future. So I'm just taking it day by day. Today, Casey is three weeks old, and I finally feel like I'm starting to get my feet under me when it comes to being a parent. I'm starting to dip my toes back into the world of work as well. After taking three weeks pretty much fully off, starting the last few days, I've been easing back into my businesses a couple of hours per day on average. Having just a couple of hours to work each day has forced me to ruthlessly prioritize what really needs to get done in my business. When I was working eight to 10 hours per day, it was easy to set huge lofty goals about what I would get done each day. But now I know I only have a couple of hours, so it's a lot easier to just get down to working on what matters most each day. I'm finding myself cranking through tasks that have been on my to-do list forever simply because I just don't have time to procrastinate anymore. Noticing this happening has reminded me of a quote I've heard a lot but never really understood until now. And that is, if you want something done, ask a busy person to do it. When you really, really need to be efficient with your time, you will be. My takeaway is something you can apply whether you're a parent or not, and that is that constraints and boundaries are helpful. Give yourself limits to the amount of time that you spend working, either on your business in general or on specific tasks. For example, I know that I have around three hours each day to work, so there's really no time for me to do anything besides get focused and get things done. I also know that right now, for example, I have about 30 minutes until I need to be finished recording this podcast. So I need to start wrapping it up now. I'm excited to apply this idea of time constraints leading to enhanced productivity to as many places in my life as possible. So what is my plan for work and business and parenting moving forward? To be honest, I'm not totally sure. 
What I do know is that I love my businesses and my podcast, and so my current plan is to keep it all moving going forward. In the short term, I'm expecting to be ramping up to working about 20 hours per week or so. We are fortunate that Kate, my partner, has six weeks of parental leave, so when she goes back to work, we'll have to sort out childcare, but until then, we're covered. And I honestly don't know what it'll look like when she goes back to work, but I am committed to sharing it with you as I go. As for this podcast, I don't think you should expect any major differences. I'm still planning to do both interviews and solo episodes, and I've got a lot in the works, and I'm still going to release podcast episodes weekly. It's possible that there might be some more parenting and business content coming. Let me know if that sounds interesting to you. But for the most part, the focus of this podcast remains the same, helping you build a strong small business, market it effectively, and do good in the world through your business. I also want to say that I love hearing your feedback about the podcast. So if there's anything in particular that you would like to see, please get in touch with me on Instagram at Lauren Tilden, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N, and let me know. I'm all ears. Okay, so today's episode has been a little bit different. I am excited to have had the chance to update you on my big news, and I'm equally excited to get back into the marketing and business goodness that you and I both love. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, but haven't taken the next step, I want to invite you to go a bit further. First, I have an awesome guide to creating great content and coming up with new ideas for your business marketing. Download it for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash content. Second, I have a Facebook group, which is a community of amazing other small business owners and full of great content just for the group that I would love for you to join. You will be redirected to join if you go to makinggoodpodcast.com slash community. Are you a parent and a business owner? I want your tips. DM them to me at Lauren Tilden, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N on Instagram. Notes and links from this episode can be found at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 61. If this is your first time tuning in and you're interested in hearing more about my businesses, Check out my small business offerings at laurentilden.co, that's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N.co, my plant-inspired stationery company, Good Sheila at goodsheila.com, and my Seattle retail shop, Station 7 at station, the number 7, seattle.com. Thank you so much for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.